Hello and welcome to my brand new podcast, The Self Talk Series. I'm Francesca Mills, Mindset and Life Coach, and I'm here to bring you open and honest conversation around all things well-being, and more importantly, ways in which you can cultivate and maintain a healthy and happy mindset. Throughout the series, you can expect to hear about a number of topics, things that both help and hinder our happiness and state of mind, providing you with the tools and techniques to make the mindset shift that will enable you to move forward with confidence and real self-belief. So for the first episode, we're going to talk emotions and more specifically, how you can embrace all of your emotions. Emotions are complex and they can either make you feel on top of the world and amazing or really, really, really throw you off balance. We're brought up to think that certain emotions are bad, for example, sadness, anger, fear. However, believe it or not, no emotion is bad. Every emotion serves a purpose. They're not there to harm you as much as it might feel like, feel like they are at the time. They are an, an autonomous bodily response to certain things going on externally or internally in our bodies. I think we've also grown up in a society that celebrates positive vibes all the time. And whilst, of course, I'm not saying that's not a good thing, it's great to feel positive and it's great to feel happy, only is that great when it's genuine. Toxic positivity can be rife in our society and I think it's one of the main things that can contribute to us feeling like we need to suppress our emotions when we're feeling sadness or anger and suppress how we're genuinely feeling both with ourselves and also with people around us. Yes I know that sitting with those difficult emotions like sadness, like anger, like stress are it's not it's not an easy thing and it's not something that we would choose to do every day and it's not something that we necessarily find comfortable however if you learn to embrace your emotions or learn to get better at embracing your emotions it just puts you in better stead to to find comfort when those more difficult emotions do arise i think it's also really really important to remember that emotions are temporary whilst when we're experiencing them especially again the more difficult ones like sadness like anger we our brain tricks us into thinking that they're there to stay forever they're really really not an analogy i thought of recently which i thought sort of simplifies this is relating emotions to a hand of cards now just stick with me on this one so life will hand you your deck of cards as you go the cards being emotions however you can't just pick out the good ones and expect to win and also by ignoring the difficult ones it doesn't mean they're just going to disappear off the face of the earth You have to give an equal amount of attention to all of the cards in order to play your best hand. Also, you could be dealt a hand of cards where the majority of them are the more difficult ones. However, in this circumstance, all it will take is one good one that can trump all of them. Essentially, I think what I'm trying to say is you have to acknowledge and make space for every single emotion. Burying the difficult ones is never going to make them disappear. In fact, it just makes them resurface 10 times as strong. Now, I know that when when you're experiencing those more difficult emotions, like intense sadness, for example, 
sometimes the, our our automatic response is to, is to jump to that suppression and to jump to just you know suppressing that emotion pushing it down thinking I haven't got time for this if we're busy we think you know I'm feeling this but I haven't got time to acknowledge it right now I haven't got time to think about it so I just want to come back to it later or or we so often think we might be dealing with something where we're with someone else and we feel like they're going through something worse so we tell ourselves that our emotions aren't as important and that we just want to suppress them and and pretend they're not happening and we think by doing so that you know eventually it will just go away surely it will just disappear but unfortunately that's not true it just it it might suppress it temporarily and it we might it might you know we might temporarily forget about it but it's always, always, always going to find its way back to the surface and it will it will more, most likely resurface 10 times as strong. The difficult emotions also teach us invaluable lessons. And again, at the time, it might not feel like they are and it might feel like we'd rather trade that emotion for any sort of lesson. But they teach us invaluable things that are pivotal to our growth and building our emotional resilience. So you might wonder where you even begin or how you even start to embrace your emotions, especially those difficult ones. You might think, I'm never going to be able to do that. It's just too difficult. However, there are a few simple things that I want to share with you that I think you can start implementing to start this process. So the first one is beginning to practice raising your awareness. Now you might think, what does that even mean? So in in short, when you feel an emotional rising, Start to try and become aware of it happening. Now, I know you might think, well, surely I'm aware because it's happening in my body, so I'm aware. But actually, a lot of the time, we're not consciously aware. It's just sort of a subconscious process that's happening. We're not, we don't actually bring our attention to it consciously. So if you sort of start to raise your awareness when this is happening, when you feel that emotion arising, for example, you feel like you're feeling that intense sadness, just become aware of it happening and start to observe its presence. And then just let it sit there, knowing that it's temporary and knowing that it will pass. In these moments, especially with the difficult emotions, it's so important to hold a safe space for yourself to just sit with that emotion and allowing it to sit. You know, have you heard of the saying, what we resist persists? That is so, so, so relevant to this process because, again, coming back to the whole suppression thing, if we keep trying to resist it, it will persist. So if we hold that safe space for ourselves to really just sit with the emotion and just let it sit, understanding that it's temporary and it will pass and not try and push it out, it will actually pass a lot quicker. You'll begin to sort of realize that. Again, when you are sort of holding this safe space for yourself, don't pass judgment on yourself. Don't make yourself feel worse by judging yourself and adding adding a big thing of guilt to the mix. Just allow yourself to feel that emotion. Don't judge yourself for why it's there, why you might be feeling that way, telling yourself that you shouldn't feel that way. I I shouldn't feel that way because so-and-so feels a lot worse or is going through worse. Just give yourself that judgment-free space to feel that emotion. The second thing is to journal. So I find that when I'm feeling, sometimes, you know, it could be one emotion or I'm feeling a real mixture of emotions or, you know, I'm going through something and I'm feeling really sad. I really, really find that writing things down helps. I'm a big believer in getting things out of your mind and onto paper because that process in itself is so, I find so therapeutic. And I also, it also enables me to sort of rationalize what's going on. 
So you know sometimes when you're feeling a mixture of emotions or you're feeling really, really sad over something and you know you can't really figure out where it's coming from or why you're feeling that way or or what you know what's this what's triggered this i find that by writing things down i can start to rationalize what's going on because i always find as soon as that pen hits the paper i might think i don't know what i'm going to write and before i know it i've written three pages so i always find that journaling and writing things down really 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 helps me rationalize what's going on in my mind and and sort of allows me to zoom out of the situation and take a bit of a holistic view on on what I'm feeling and, and what's bringing that up and what's triggering it and what might have caused it. The third one is a breathing technique, which I love, and that's called the stop technique. So each, um, each letter in the word stands for something. So the S is stop. So this is simply by saying stop, even either, sorry, out loud or in your head. Obviously, just, just be conscious of where you are because if you're out in public, you might not want to shout stop out loud. So that's just by saying stop. And by doing so, you automatically interrupt your thought pattern. So whatever's going on in your mind, your really sort of busy mind when you've got all these emotions whirling around, just by saying stop interrupts that. The T stands for take, and that's to take a few deep breaths. So this is where you start to really slow down your body, slow down your breathing. So you just start to take a few deep breaths in, a few deep breaths out. At this point, you can either do that or you can do box breathing, which is to breathe in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four, and just go round in that circle. The O is for observe, and this is where you really start to observe what is happening in your body, physically and mentally, what is going on. Are you physically, you know, are you're, if you're feeling really stressed, your palms might be sweaty, you might feel like you're sort of moving a lot faster, your heart rate's going quite quickly. Obviously, hopefully the, the, the breathing will bring that down, but this is where you observe the, the physical things that are going on, but also mentally, what, what what's going through your mind? And again, just bring your bring your consciousness to that, bring your awareness awareness to that. What is going on in my mind? What am I thinking? And just bring your attention to that and observe it. The P lastly stands for proceed. So this is where you can decide how you want to move forward. And just by taking those steps prior, you've really taken that control. You've taken control of your mind and you've taken control of your body in that moment. And then you really get to make that choice in terms of how you move forward and how you proceed, given that you've now observed what's going on and you've you've managed to sort of slow your body down with the breathing. I find that technique really, really helps me, especially when my mind is really, really busy or I feel like I'm going through a mixture of emotions or I'm feeling a really intense emotion. That really, really helps me. It really, really helps me just interrupt that thinking pattern. So to summarize, start trying to practice welcoming all of your emotions with big open arms and not just the good ones, the difficult ones too, all of them. By doing so, you'll notice how you'll begin to feel a lot more comfortable experiencing the difficult ones, especially being able to notice why they're there, what's caused them to arrive, what triggers them, and then just letting them sit until they're ready to leave. And as I mentioned before, you'll start to notice that when you welcome your emotions and you let them sit there, they actually they actually decide to leave a lot quicker. Like I said before, when we persist things, they no, when we resist things, sorry, they do persist and they do want to just plonk up and take up a more, you know, permanent residency in our mind. Not permanent, obviously, but they they will they will want to sit there a lot longer because we're not acknowledging them and we're not giving them that space to to ride out. 
So knowing that they won't last forever, just give them that space. So I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. I really, really hope that you found that useful and that you begin to, and that it begins to help you embrace all of your emotions. Remember, you're able to find me on Instagram at Francesca Mills Coach or through my website, francescamillscoach.com. Thank you so, so much for listening. And I really, really hope that you're able to join me next time.